Because good guys wear black, good guys talk back. Episode one, Good Guys Talk Back. I am Nick Morawski, and with me is Jeff Julian. Hello, sir. Hello, very good man. Happy to be here. Yeah, I hope so. Um, we'll see how this goes in a, I don't think, yet saturated White Sox podcast market. Uh, this is a fan-centric podcast, keeping it uh, blue-collar. Uh, myself coming from a diehard White Sox angle, and uh, a Julian from a Sox and uh, a Cubs angle, I guess. Uh, we should hardly delete and start over because we've said the Cubs word within the first forty-five seconds. I, I don't mind. I don't mind saying it as long as it's not the domination of uh, the podcast. So uh, it, it's going to be helpful to get your input uh, throughout the podcast, um, especially when we get into some of the rebuild. Uh, initiatives and how that potentially mirrors uh, what happened on the north side uh, throughout this podcast. Um, really excited uh, to bring some some fan ideas and some passion uh, to the White Sox uh, world. Um, so here we are, early you know, December, and you know, I'm not going to go back and I'm not going to break down uh, where where we were uh, when trading Chris Sale away a few years ago. I, you know, everybody is uh, understanding we're in a rebuild. We're a few years in to a rebuild. Lost a hundred games uh, last season. Um, we've we've made some some trades and some some non-tendered some players that you know we'll get to in just a bit. But winter meetings start uh, on the ninth on Sunday in Vegas. A full week. Uh, the hot stove's been uh, percolating a little bit this week with some things going on. Uh, I think starting off, it's just uh, where, where, where are the Soxy to go in free agency based on what has happened? What realistically are we looking at uh, for 2019? Well, you've talked about it before, right? The whole idea was that 2020 was going yeah. to be the year that, that they were going to compete. That's what Rick Hahn has right. said. And they've been pretty consistent both in the conversations they've had about it and the way that they've played and the product that's been put on the field certainly last year didn't look like a team that was ready to necessarily compete Uh -uh. this coming year and yet the moves and the conversations that they've been involved in in terms of free agents and uh, you know possible signings they're all in on everybody right it seems much more like they want to compete in that they that they would like to really compete in 2020 or in, in in 19, not just wait for 20. Right, and that's what I think has gotten me so excited, uh, and and other Sox fans I talk to, you see what's going on in the AL Central. Uh, it seems like Cleveland's window is closing drastically. Uh, they're they're entertaining trades. Uh, Detroit's kind of a mess. The Twins, who knows with the Twins. Right. Um, you know, we're in a situation where I think we could actually be competitive without making major moves. Uh, now, in, in terms of moves, so the, the Sox kind of surprise a lot of people, and they trade Omar Narvaez, pretty successful catcher offensively for sure, and he's looking at potentially uh, could be breaking camp as our starter, depending on what happened with Wellington Castillo. He gets traded to the Mariners. For a reliever. Great trade. 
we've got some bullpen help, a guy that has been a stud for Seattle, and we have got maybe two years with this guy. He's relatively young, too. He's, what, young tw- guy, 29? Lively arm. Um, I look at him now as he could be potentially the 2019 closer uh, for the Sox. They needed pitching this offseason, so they've already got that rolling. Surprising that Narvaez is gone. Okay. Same day, in a non-surprise move, Garcia, Abisail Garcia, non-tendered, released, bye-bye. You had some, some good seasons, one all-star season, a lot of injuries. I don't think he ever lived up his, his potential, depending on who you asked what that potential actually was. He's gone. And the surprise, Matt Davidson, non-tender. So Friday, this past Friday, uh, last day of November, it kind of started getting things a little going in my mind. So, yes. I look at Davidson, and I, I don't know. I mean, you had two full years with him, right? 17 and, and, and last year. And the numbers are... Just okay, right? I mean, just decent. So, and, and I and I don't recall if that was, you know, if the expectations were that much higher for 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 him. But so, yeah, he I, hit like nine home runs in the first two days of the season in in twenty eighteen, and all of a sudden we thought we had this uh, Ruthian character on yeah, the team, right, right. and he went just downhill offensively. He was replaced with Yomar Sanchez. Lots too. of strikeouts. Defensively, he was shelved for Yomer Sanchez, who played a heck of a third base. Right. So you got a guy now who's just a bat, and most like most guys who go from two-way players defensively and offense, and then just decide or the team decides, hey, you're going to be a, a DH solely. He could not do that. That was it's Adam Dunn 2.0. Right. So so him, I, I say, eh, you know what? That is what it is, sure. right? Now you look at. Garcia, and going back to what we said before, which is, is 19 all of a sudden win now? The Garcia move seems like a win now move because if if you were going to wait another year or so, why not just let him sit, you know, play play that position? And he's, potentially flip he's been, him. Right. I mean, he's been relatively sure. good. I mean, 17, he, you know, 330 batting average. I yeah. mean, he... He had a really good, a really good year in seventeen. Oh, Not yeah. as good in in eighteen. Kind of, kind of fell off. He was injured uh, mm-hmm. as, as well. Yeah, the hamstring issues. You know, constantly. so I, I don't know if you say, well, you know, cut, cut bait. But, but, but to me, that seems like again a, a clearing the decks. We're going. We're we're going to be a drastically different team this coming year. I mean, 2020 hindsight, uh, you would have loved to got, got something for Garcia after the All-Star season. They they said, you know what, I think he's still got more in the tank. We're going to go with him another year. Um, I thought, you know, if 2019's not the year, you might as well keep him on your roster. That's what, yeah, and, that's what I mean. And, you know, so Friday was interesting to me. It really was with the Narvaez trade. Going after going after an arm, clearing some space on your roster. I think we're at like thirty-seven guys of a forty-man roster. All right, and now you have in in the catching situation for the Sox. You have Wellington Castillo. You know he served some time last season with a with a PED suspension. I think he's still the guy that the Sox thought he was going to be. Um, 
you know, he's got an, he's got a pop on his bat. He's an offensive guy. Um, he's he's all in on Renteria, but who else are you going to have? You know, on the roster in the catcher position, are you going into free agency? Because there are some names out there, and looking for a you know a catcher, or are you bringing up one of the young guys from AAA? You know, because I hear mixed mixed reviews on Zach Collins. I don't know if he's ready to break camp in 2019. He definitely seems to be the future guy that they drafted with the first round pick a few years ago. I could see him breaking, uh, you know, 2020 for sure. Maybe coming up in 2019. So th- there, there's there's one thing I'm going to be looking at in the winter meetings. Do we address a catcher situation? If we don't, boy, spring training is going to be really interesting. Okay, so, but can, here, here's my question about Castilla. Can he play 142, 160-some odd yeah. games for, for you? Does he have that kind of durability I think at so. this point? I think so. I liked what I saw when he was getting into a groove. I mean, it's just a, a real shame with the PED stuff. Uh, team welcomed him back. He finished up the year. Um, if anything... He's got a veteran presence. If you bring up one of these young young guys from AAA right. to right. break camp, that that and that's if they don't do anything in free agency. Um, the Garcia thing, okay. So now you you've not tendered a corner outfielder. All right. Oh, well, we've got a corner outfielder sitting uh, in the minors that we didn't bring up at the end of the year, uh, Aloy, and you know he's got the Bryant situation. Okay, he's got to start in the minors in 2019 uh, for at least what? I don't know, 15 days, two right. weeks, right. so we can have an extra year of control. I mean, what do you th- is that is this parallel in your Cubs mind to what happened with Bryant? Did you know did you know about Bryant going into 2014? I, I mean, because I didn't. I wasn't aware. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty you know, he was the anointed one. He was, he uh-huh. was coming, you know, yeah. and everybody knew, and this was a debate all the way leading up to that. But in, in that particular situation, I think the Cubs looked at that as agent driven. They knew Scott Boris was his agent. Right. They knew with whatever, you know, 85, 90% certainty that he was going to test that free agent water when he got his chance. Yeah, and sure. so I think they, knew all along that that's what they were going to do. And and I and if I recall, they were pretty clear in saying that that's what they were going yeah. to do. And Bryant, I, I, if I remember right, was a little, you know, pissy at the end there and, and wanted to be up, but he... Sure. But he, but he, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. But, he, but he waited and and they and they, they got the extra year out of him. Oh, and, and they got a World Series. Yeah, sure. and they got a yeah. World Series out of him. So I, I think that's the, that's the game you're playing. So yeah. to me, if you can wait two weeks whatever it is and get that extra year I, I as the team I take the extra year my so my angle and in, 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 keep in mind Han has gone on the record and said there's no for sure thing that Aloy stays in the minors he might break camp they have not dug their heels into any position necessarily sure the baseball mind says well of course keep him for a couple of years, so you ha- or a couple of weeks, so you have, you know, another year of control. What, what I'm saying also is, do you tell Aloy, hey, we want you 
you are ready to break camp. We're not going to play these games around. And does he remember that when it comes to extension time? In a couple years, maybe three years, Sox try to be proactive like they've done with a few other superstars. And Aloy says, oh, yeah, you didn't let me sit around like, like a knucklehead and embarrass me when I didn't need to be in AAA at the beginning of 2019. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that matters four or five years down the line. I, I, I don't think I'm remembering that. I mean, think yeah. about think about how different... We, you brought Chris Sale up at the beginning of the, of the podcast here. Think about how different he was. And part of that's age, part of that's experience, part of that's the experiences you have with the team but think about how different he was when he finally did leave the the White Sox in that trade think about how strange that year was in and of itself you know and and I don't know that he was thinking about any goodwill gesture that was given to him in his rookie year or well that's the thing second year this is this is unchartered territory we have not in recent memory or White Sox fans, we have not been through this. Would we... you take that gamble as a team that that a, that a two week goodwill gesture pays off? Um, that, that's an excellent question. I probably, from the management side, would say no. We're going to keep you in AAA for a couple weeks at the beginning of the season. You'll you'll come up in mid to late April. Um, and to me, what's the rush? You didn't let them play at the end of last year, and you were getting your brains beat out. What what is it? Uh, a two weeks early get you? I, the only thing I could think of, and, and this is to to have some sort of answer for you, ticket sales and to create some sort of buzz moving into the off season uh, for Sox Fest for ticket sales, season ticket sales, saying, "Hey, psst, uh, Eloy was uh, in in September. He was up in the bigs, especially after the Kopech situation. He's starting." In the bigs, the beginning of 2019, make sure you're there. That's a marketing move, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, but but can't you achieve the same thing by just saying that we haven't made a decision yet? If Buy they, your tickets today. Well, and there's not a lot of people buying <laughs> tickets, I don't think. But if they make a couple moves this offseason, this point is, is moot. Like, we're, we're not talking yeah, about Yeah, well, that's this. the other thing, right? If, if Bryce Harper is on correct, the team, it correct. doesn't matter if Eloy... Comes up correct two weeks late, exactly. two months late. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, you mentioned Harper. Can, be, be, uh, before we go to Harper, though, sure. can I just can I read you uh, the list of uh, free agent catchers available? Yeah, of course. And I know you said you want, yeah. want, didn't want to get into into some of these uh, deep stats, but the, yeah, yeah. the way they've got them ranked well, sure. is by war. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, here, here's who's available. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, mm-hmm. 30 years old, 3.6, wins above replacement. Okay. Wilson Ramos, 31, yeah. 2.4, wins above replacement. Uh, Martin Maldo- Maldonado, 32, mm. less than one win above replacement. Nick Hundley, Matt Wieters, yeah. AJ Ellis, he's 38. Yeah. So, I mean... Well, the Marlins are shopping their their catcher around. Um, Jared Saltamakia is available if you want him. No. Yeah, exactly. No, right. You know, so there's not a lot out there. There really isn't. uh, I mean, and and the the couple of folks have been snapped up. Kurt Suzuki was picked up by Washington for a two year deal, and Robinson Chirinos 
one-year deal with Houston, and Brian McCann re-signed with Atlanta. Yeah. Well, I think um, and that might be just a retire yeah, at Atlanta. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple that might be potential trade baits, um, but it potentially could be. You know what? Is the Zach Collins era it could be ready? Uh, Zelby, uh, both those guys are going to see some Sox time, I think, in 2019. Um, so that that'll be interesting. It really because you you got Wellington's the only catcher on the roster right now. Um, so we've got uh, winter meetings December 9th in Vegas for the whole week coming up. Things are already getting a little hot. Uh, teams are making some moves. Seattle's dumping just about their entire team. Uh, the Mets are definitely buyers. Uh, Phillies are being talked about as a team that's going to throw tons of goofy money around. The Yankees are always around. The Dodgers are around. The Cubs are being mentioned. The Sox are being mentioned a lot by the people who know anything on Manny, on Harper, on Keuchel, on, on just about anybody that's available, the folks that know what they're talking about are putting the socks at the table, which as a fan, I'm excited to hear about. Right, right. It's back to what we talked about before. This seems like they're ready to go and they're in on some of these big names, Bryce Harper and his flowing blonde locks. He'd and look good in black and white. He, he would. Man. And uh, Manny Ramirez. Not Manny Ramirez. Why, what Machado. am I talking about? Machado. Hey, but, well, wait. He Manny had some Ramirez. He had some, he had some flowing locks, too. Yeah. And he was and, a Sox And he player. looked good for uh, uh, you know a cup of coffee in he, black he and did. white. <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was part of the uh, Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams, I want all my favorite right. players. <laughs> I, I liked you when you were good. I can get you now. <laughs> Yeah. When you're not good, yeah, yeah. so please join me mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah. Yep. Who else did? Who, Ken who Griffey else was Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. was part, was part, of, part of, that of that in a major way. Um, <laughs> we should build that. The the Kenny Williams. I always had your baseball card, Listen, and I want you on my team. If we make it to uh, maybe episode two, three, four, five, we're going to need that <laughs> some of that filler. Uh, I I'm going to write that down. That's a good. That's a good idea. So Manny Machado, he would also look good. In White Sox uniform. My my worry is where are you going to play him exactly? Um, you know, this gets into this gets into the maybe we'll worry about that if it actually happens category. But right. he went from third base to playing shortstop. He wants to be a shortstop. We got Tim Anderson that we seem to have really committed to yeah, at shortstop. You, if you get a choice between Machado and Anderson, don't you move Anderson and say thanks, but. We've got a better player here. Based on what Manny has, has talked about, he doesn't like to hustle. He doesn't like to run. <laughs> uh, you think that's going to fly with Ricky? You think that's going to fly with Ricky boys don't quit? Except for Manny. He can quit sometimes. So, all right. First, right. B- before we get to the hustle. Yeah. Because I want to get to the hustle. Yeah. I yeah. know. Well, I, I know. Always... When I heard that, I'm <laughs> driving right. to work. I, I couldn't, I could I, I should have pulled over, but I couldn't text you fast enough. I could about, not believe it when I heard that. <laughs> okay, so, but seriously, Anderson Machado, you have to make that decision. You're filling out the lineup card. If Manny Machado uh, and the White Sox could come to an agreement um, and get him to the Sox, of course. You know, Tim Anderson is an athletic guy. He might be able to move to center. Um, you know, that wouldn't be a foreign position for him in the long run. Um, I mean, even and have you seen enough from Tim Anderson to say, 
you, you, you want to commit in that way. I, I like him. You know, he, he hasn't put together a full season. He's put, you know, a couple months here, a couple months there. You know, it, it, almost like a half season. You know, when, he, when he's clicking, man, his, bot, his bat is hot. He can run like a spook deer. You know, and he fields. He's getting better. He's getting better. He makes a lot of errors from time to time. Knucklehead plays. But he's getting better, I think. So looking at his his numbers, let me let me throw you a couple of Tim Anderson numbers here. Sure. Three years, right? Yeah. And first year he only played ninety nine games, but for for what for what that's worth. So you're looking at two eighty three batting average, first year, and that's gone down every year since two fifty seven and seventeen, two forty and eighteen. Okay. Strikeouts have started to go up, but they leveled off a little bit last year. Um, he doesn't walk a lot, and right, you're re- and which he should because he's got the speed. Yeah, his walks picked up last year. He went from 13 walks the first two years to 30 walks the um, <clears throat> the uh, last year, and you know his homers. He, he hit 20 home runs last year. Yeah. You know what about so, his errors? I mean, he's 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 a liability from time to time at short. Uh, my issue is they just came out with a Tim Anderson bobblehead last season. <laughs> Why would you let the guy go after a bobblehead year? You know, that's like when they gave a, a Nick Swisher bobblehead out, and the next year they got rid of him. He was a he was a goof altogether, though. I, See, a point like that is what keeps you out of the general manager's uh, meetings. I, I got a feeling you're not going to be in Vegas uh, on the night. Know, the marketers, though, will they'll be they would be happy with me. All right, so fine. But so and that, that's not to say that he won't get that he won't keep getting better. I mean, he's certainly. I'm not uh, done with Anderson. Twenty six stolen done. bases. Um, so, but but I'm saying you go sure, side I, by side against Machado. I don't I, see I how get, you don't. I get that. You know. I, I'm not going to win a lot of arguments, but I'm just saying I'm not done with Anderson. He, he still has a lot of upside. Uh, his athleticism is is through the roof. And yeah, I have seen flashes where he, he could just can, keep everything consistent, put it all together. Wow, we got something here. And he can play some. I think he other might be positions. able to play outfield. Uh, but you know, th- this is what we were talking a little bit off air, and you know, we'll talk now. Uh, you got you got Manny, you got Harper, you got these other guys, and the Sox are, are, are on the record saying we're we're all in on everybody, which makes most fans say, oh, okay, it looks like 2019 is going to be a competitive year. At least they want to speed up the rebuild a little bit. Uh, do they even want to come here? What's the selling point? Okay, well, we've got, you know, a, an unbelievable amount of prospects in, in AAA that are just knocking on the door this year and next year and the following year, okay? We've got the money to throw around. Mm-hmm. We're in a large market. Okay, but is that is that enough? Some of these guys want to win now. They want to move into the Dodgers. They want to move into the Yankees. They want to move into the Phillies. They want to win now. Are they and do their and do their agents do the work? And are they clued in to what the White Sox are are, are potentially about to become, which is a powerhouse, in my opinion, over the next five seven years? Yeah, I think. The my answer to that is Manny. I think would come here because you know he languished on Baltimore for so long. I mean, I, I and he you know he didn't really he wasn't forcing himself out. They just 
they it, it was time oh, for yeah. them they to. Were a mess. But but you know what I'm saying? I, I I don't. I guess when I look at Manny versus Harper, I feel like Harper wants to win. I think I get that sense from him that. Uh, He's also a personality. Yes. And He's I, a big personality. And I think he thought he was going to be able to win in Washington. And hey, maybe Washington will offer him a ton it, it of money. Be. He may it not go be. anywhere. Yeah. You know? But I think he wants to win. So I, I, I... And I'm not saying the man he doesn't want to win, but I just think his approach is different. It's a little more laissez-faire. So... But either one of them. Hey, if, if, you, if I had to ask you If they right pay now, you the money... Well... Who who do you who would you rather see? You can only choose one right now, okay. This is just this is barroom talk, you know. Can you take? Would you take Manny or would you take Harper? But I think I'd take Harper. I I think at this stage, and I'd have to look at them side by side. But I feel like Harper's got the bigger upside, and I think that I I. I don't. I, know. I'm, I'm I, agree I think with it's you. close. I, I and I and I don't know if I have a better answer other than a a, a gut feeling that 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 there's a, just a little bit more upside with him. There's something about Harper that he's just got that swag that I think would uh, resonate with uh, with fans. It would it would put people in the seats. I like his bat. I'd like that he potentially could maybe play first base as well, and he could DH. He could DH, which is why sure. I'm leaning towards uh, you know going to an AL team. You know, if he's looking down the road for a ten to twelve year deal, well, I'm going to tell you something, buddy. In six years, seven years, you're going to be more or less a first baseman or a DH. Yeah, you just are. I mean, look at Pujols. All right, so here's a couple of comparisons to the two, just because it feels close, right? So, career batting average for Harper, 279, 282 for Machado, 175 homers for Machado, 184 for Harper, 521 RBIs for Harper, um, 513 for Machado, um, a war for Machado of 33.8, a war for Harper of 27.4. My my issue with Harper is just the Boris factor. Um, unfortunately, you know I, I don't think the Sox play well with Boris. Uh, but boy, I think he would be such a difference maker for a marketing standpoint. Uh, and I think Sox fans so desperately want to see that stadium fill up, and it, it's going to eventually. You know, Sox fans will show up. When there is a product on the field, when there is some winning going on, it happened in 2005, it happened in 2006. I think Harper's the guy that even before a game is played, you know, the stadium is rocking. Um, now, I, I don't know if his power numbers are going to stay that way, but I sure like to see yeah. them throw the money, though. You want to see them throw money at somebody this offseason, don't you? Like, how about a Sox team that actually throws money at people? Yeah. Well, I mean, Harper's an MVP. You know, I mean, and I, I, I think, you know, Manny is too. But who has more MVPs in their future? Right. Well, yeah. I, and I, in a little bit, I think it's a need situation. Um, but they want to, they're going to need to come here. We're gonna to have to sell them on it. You know, we we swapped some some texts today about the Sox sending Jim Tomey to pitch uh, to pitch Harper. 
you know, the Dodgers sent Magic Johnson yeah. uh, to pitch uh, the Dodgers. And, and I'm sure there's a few other pitches that are going to happen in Vegas this week because it's Harper's hometown. Well, here's what's interesting about Harper is, and, and here's where I, you know, talk about the idea of him coming to Chicago. And then you've got the two facets, right? You've got, you could go and play <clears throat> with Bryant your old Las sure. Vegas teammate. Yeah. But realistically, I don't know that the Cubs can outlay that kind of money. They, they, they probably can. can afford it, but can they justify it long term? And then I think if I'm Bryce Harper, if I really want to come to Chicago, do I want to go and play with my best friend or do I want to go to the other side of town and try and beat him in his own hometown, not hometown, yeah. but in, in, in the city. town that, yeah. in, in the city that, that, yeah. that he plays in. I, I find this whole stuff this is so fascinating. These pitches, you know, these pitches that uh, folks give to these premier athletes, and this is why you want to go to free agency, right? To be courted, to be courted by these people, and for money to start throwing, being thrown around. A shoe has to drop first, I think. You know, we need to figure out um, where, where these players are going for. Uh, Corbin, just today, pitcher went to the Nationals for you know a ton of money. That could start setting some some boundaries for some other pitchers. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting week. Uh, I just love the fact that the Sox seem to have a, a seat at this table. They seem to be wanting to improve this off season. They don't necessarily want to wait till next off season when it really looks like they're going to be ready to compete. Uh, and that's exciting for a White Sox fan to, to read about this off season. We said it a minute ago, but I think that the one thing to keep in mind with Harper is I think he, obviously we're just conjecturing. We don't, we've never talked to him. He's, he's not said something for sure about any of this, but I think he liked playing in Washington and I think he hoped to, to win in Washington. So they might not be out of it. Well, and that, that's, I guess what I mean. Contrast yeah. that against Machado who left Baltimore went to L.A., and now is thinking about whether he'll stay in L.A. or leave. So from that standpoint, from a loyalty is not the right word, but from a do I want to be here or not be here, I think it's it's less likely that Harper wants to leave Washington for Chicago than it is that Manny wants to stay in L.A. Right. Or, or I think yeah. he might be more apt to move than, than Harper would if Washington comes back and says, listen, we're doing this and this, and we're going to make you the highest paid baseball player of all time. Yeah, yeah, and, and they're not the only folks uh, that are the big tickets. They're, they're the big tickets, but there's a lot of other tickets this offseason. There really are. And some folks that, you know, you might have to do some serious uh, recon on that aren't household names that are going to better your club. Um, this is an exciting time. It was kind of dry last year. Not a lot of stuff going on, uh, even well into uh, March and early April. There, there all of a sudden started to be some moves. I think the Cubs waited forever for the Darvish situation um, to, to play out, which uh, I can't wait Boy, to that, see what happens this year for those that, dear friends. And that is certainly, that's the danger, right? Yeah. Anytime you yeah. invest big money sure. in the free agent, although, I mean... The hot ticket I, of the offseason. Yeah, and Darvish was, although, boy, I don't know how you couldn't have looked at the past few years and thought, oh, and maybe had just a little bit of concern before you pull the trigger. But 
That's what the Sox are sitting at right now. Yeah. They got so, the opportunity to dump that big money into somebody who is going to potentially change the trajectory of the baseball team for a decade. Yeah. And boy, you hope it works out. Yeah. And then nothing unexpected or, right. well, or unfortunate. Sure. I mean, look at the Kopech situation. Nothing's a guarantee. You just hope you have enough stuff bouncing around that a few of these hit. And if you if you get, you take a blow like the the Kopech thing, you can still bounce back and be like, well, we got more coming up. Yeah. Uh, when he's ready, we'll be ready for him. Um, so you look back uh, when Lester uh, came to the Cubs, and the, and the Cubs gave him a big deal. Yep. And the Cubs were not ready to be contenders at that point, and they got Lester to buy in. A lot of it had to do with Theo, of course. You know the Boston connection. That is what the Sox kind of need, I think, this offseason. They need that Lester. They need somebody to buy in right now. Say, I see what's happening here. Okay, I, I, I buy into the philosophy. I, I know the math here. You got a lot of money, and I know the farm system. I've been told. I've seen. I, I know how this adds up. I'm taking a chance. That's what ultimately we need. Okay, but who is that for the Sox in this offseason because with all due respect to those guys it's not Machado and it's not Harper those guys they're they're both veterans but they don't possess what John Lester possessed and they don't operate from the position I think the a pitcher like that a starting pitcher who's your number one who is wheeling and dealing every fifth day and and is going to give you you, so know, you think it has innings. to be a pitcher? I don't think it has to. It doesn't necessarily have to be a pitcher. But if you say those three names together, who, who um, you know, which two don't fit the, sure. well, I, I, the, the 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 mold of a clubhouse leader? I understand, and and there are there are some pitchers out there like Dallas Keuchel from you know from Houston right. that could potentially be that guy. J. A. Happ, maybe. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm more looking at it as is a is a name and for them to throw money at somebody that we want you for the long long run, but you need to buy into us early. Okay. I don't think it has to be a pitcher, but I think a pitcher can do something that a position player can't, which is control the game because the ball's coming out of their sure. hands. And and every fourth or fifth day or sixth day they can come out and say, listen, we, we just lost three in a row. I can stop yeah. this. Sure. Get on my sure. back, fellas. Follow yeah. me. And I just don't know that. Uh, I, I just think it. I, I just think that was a pivotal move that sped everything up for them. Of course. And yeah. I think Harper would be a great signing for the Sox, but you still might need that one other. Or you got to find, is that is that guy already on your roster and yeah, he's been I, waiting for this sure. opportunity it could be Rodon um you know we definitely I, I need somebody to to take over shield situation big time inning innings eater a veteran presence in the starting rotation because um, you got a lot of young guys right now in that rotation and uh you know to to really mirror the Lester thing it would be a proven starter that could anchor the rotation right now um, so you wanted to also talk about Mancada. Yeah, I mean, I, that could be a whole that could be a whole other thing because I've got some some deep issues that um, you know maybe we need to just shelve for now. But I, I think I think if we say goodbye 
And my hope is next week, winter meetings are going on. We could maybe reconvene. We could maybe put another something together. Um, I'm excited about what's happening. Um, you know, I've got my season tickets. Uh, I've already paid in full. I'm ready to go. You were in. <laughs> you were in no matter what. Um, I was in no matter what, but that's a whole different story. You um, you live hustle. You well, are hustle. I you know I'm one of Ricky's boys uh, <laughs> figuratively. Um, but I'm excited about this. Uh, I, I think this is going to bring something uh, to the Sox nation, and you know I hope uh, I hope you're going to enjoy this time with me. Um, keep me in check because uh, I sometimes can be a little delusional. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in these winter meetings. Yeah, no, I am too. I appreciate you having me along for the ride, and I think it'll be fun to watch this team grow and. You know, you've got two sides of the of, of the coin here. Either it's going to take off like they had planned, mm-hmm. or it won't. And either one makes for interesting conversation. But you certainly hope you're watching the beginnings of the next World Series yeah. team for the for yeah. the South Side. Yeah. Um, Nick Morawski, Jeff Julian, good guys talk back. This was episode one. Hopefully, we need more. See ya.